Hi, welcome to It Rocks or It Sucks. My name is Carl Kuhn. You may know me from my various music projects, Museum Mouth, Gay Meat, and my slight involvement with the band Say Anything. Hello, my name is Becca Hi, and I'm currently drinking a passion fruit LaCroix because now that I have a an, an entire fridge to myself, I just, I can fill it with LaCroix. <laughs> and oh, only yeah. LaCroix. And only LaCroix. <laughs> and pickles. Yes! <laughs> that pic that you sent me from, like, your first night there was, like, maybe LOL so hard. Oh, pickles are so good. God. I mean, they're a necessity. I feel like when I eat one on that gif of the girl, like, that little girl at some sporting event who like hulks out oh she has like the blue all around her mouth yeah that's me when i eat a pickle and today is exciting today is super exciting because not only is it our first ep i guess essentially season two of this podcast we're also joined by an iconic guest and that iconic guest name is summer rodriguez summer how the fuck are you we are doing good um yeah i puked up my vitamins this morning but i'm i'm okay now okay, i'm alive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're good wow i mean truly like you never know what can happen in the morning so as long as you survive the morning into the afternoon you're fucking doing great i also agree with that oh my god i hear some shouting yeah me too some shouting yeah, I'm, I'm into it. We'll just know. roll with it. <laughs> okay, so the three of us are gathered here on Zoom to discuss a little album called Oracular Spectacular by the band MGMT. Wow. Full disclosure, we were going to um, review this record uh, as the season one finale, and I have a feeling that at least two of us have not listen to it since then oh my god <laughs> which was three weeks ago <laughs> um i would just like to point out there's a really amazing phenomenon in the podcast that whenever we are going to end up taking a break we've only had to do it one other time but it just so happened to be um another album that becca did not love so now there's this amazing trend of if we're going to have an extended period of time between episodes it's always an album that becca does not want to revisit. <laughs> <laughs> and I have not revisited it since however long ago since that, that was. one time. I like pulled up my notes on it and I'm like, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, so funny. Summer, where were you? Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, <laughs> I honestly, when I had received the list of like people to, um, you know, talk about, I didn't realize that I actually am an MGMT stan. Like, I know, like, most of the songs off of all the albums, and, like, I didn't realize this about myself. What is an MGMT stan called? Just, like, Ooh. MGMT. Management. An MGM. Managers. Man- yeah. Managers. I think you guys are called, <laughs> you guys are called em- <laughs> ma- ma- managers. I was gonna say, I think you guys are called employees, but that could be. <laughs> wrong <laughs> okay that could Summer, be cute. you are literally you're frozen in the most iconic way i'm addicted to how frozen you are right now <laughs> oh god 
I don't know okay, what to say about my Wi-Fi. I'm so sorry. Don't apologize. I like it. I love it. I want some <laughs> more of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Um, okay so we typically um we typically start the app kind of discussing where we were in our lives when this record came out or when we first found out about this record and summer i am absolutely dying to know what life was like for you when you discovered your favorite band mgmt oh my gosh okay so this is like <laughs> 2008 right so i feel like i was like a freshman in college in college in high school so um I don't even know what was happening. It was really strange because I feel like everyone around me who was into MGMT, they were like borderline, like indie, but also like plur vibes. <laughs> and plur, yes. I don't really know. Like, yeah, like I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe just like here in Chicago, like everyone was just kind of like either you were like plur or you were like straight up emo or like. Uh, yeah, I feel like everyone Can around me... Can explain like... what Plur is? <laughs> plur is... Becca, this is actually a throwback... To, yeah, this is a throwback to the Muscles app. It stands for Peace, Love, Unity, and Respect. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so it like... It kind of only... It, it only, like, made, a like, a demographic of people in, like, big cities. Because, like, Plur was a thing where we lived, but it was not, like... There were not Plur kids. Oh, there were plenty right. in college for me. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like it was really strange because I was like always like really emo and scene. So like I was like, hmm, should I get into this new band? You know, like the songs were like everywhere. So I'm like, okay, I'm like kind of digging it. And like my mom is like pretty young. So she was like, okay, like this sounds cool. So I'm like, you know what? Like I like MGMT, you guys. And then when I got to college, (laughs) I like... It was like, hmm, I'm going to try acid for the first time. Let's revisit MGMT. Also, like, their, like, second or third <laughs> album, like, came out when I was in college. So I was like, all right, like, MGMT's playing, <laughs> like, at the Riviera or something. Like, let's take LSD and go. And, like, that was, like, my MGMT revolution. I was like, yes, I love this band. <laughs> and yeah it was like it was like pure love since then you know got love for my boys in mgmt apparently they're from connecticut and i didn't know that so i stand connecticut because my girlfriend's from connecticut so we oh, love that I, oh, also our very first oh my I god know. <laughs> there's there's actually beautiful synchronicity in this moment <laughs> um, Anna Davis was our first guest of season one of the podcast. Summer Rodriguez, you're our, our first guest of season two. Yes. <laughs> the way that y'all are literally a power couple on this podcast is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I also was like, so. They're going to start their own spinoff. Yeah, right? Also, like, I was just so stoked that she was reviewing Tokyo Police Club because I forgot all about that iconic album. And now I, like, listen to it, like, every week. I'm like, this album rocks. It's so short, it flies by. Yeah. Literally. It's also funny because when Anna was on the pod, it was before we had, like, a big master list. So we were just kind of going, like, incrementally being like, here are some albums. So we only sent her, like, three to pick from. So we simply have to have her back just for, like, the justice of giving her the full list now and letting her choose. (laughs) That'd be so cute. 
Yeah. Okay, Becca, what was life like for you when you discovered MGMT? Mm, I don't know. I don't remember, as always. Um, <laughs> 2008. I think I, too, was a freshman in high school, maybe. But I feel like they were big later on in high school. Um, like, junior, senior year, I guess. Getting into them for some reason. Um, <laughs> they were just, like, everywhere. They were just, like, liked by everyone. And it bridged the gap between, like, my indie ass and, like, my cooler friends who were more, like, mainstream. And it was like, oh, my God, look at this, like, band we both like. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's all I know. <laughs> no, I think that that's totally, that is like, that is this band's trajectory. Because I know um, this record came out when I was a senior in high school. And it was so, sort of one of those things. Like, I think one of the songs, I want to say Time to Pretend, was like an iTunes like free download song. And oh, I think yeah. that like my friend group kind of passed that song around that way. And we were all like, this is like actually really cool. And it was kind of this crazy thing where over the next three years after like, that fateful day this band's rise to popularity was just like unbelievable so it was like watching like something that like kind of made the rounds like amongst us as being like a cool indie darling sort of thing become incredibly mainstream where like you know like literally the Mm -hmm. popular girls were like i love mgmt and it's like okay well i'll see you at bonnaroo next year (laughs) (laughs) literally like it was like it was crazy it's so like this is to this day this is kind of one of those like examples of like a meteoric indie bands like rise to success i found it interesting like back three weeks ago when i was doing research into this the timing of like 2007 2008 when this record came out is like when the financial crisis happened and also like the iphone was released and the iphone like facebook (laughs) was the new thing over myspace and um and like it was the beginning of this new era and then like mgmt was basically like the soundtrack to that who would have ever guessed that what are their names let's read their names who would have ever guessed that andrew van wingarden and ben goldwasser would be the ushers (laughs) would be the two horsemen of the apocalypse and ushers into this dawning of this new age (laughs) oh my lord I think a crazy thing about this band and this album, too, is just, like, the rise in success and, like, the way that, like, they were essentially grooming these two people to become as palatable as possible to people is, like, even kind of condensed in the fact that, like, the original press release for this record and the Pitchfork review for this record has completely different album art. Like, it's, like, one of those releases Mm. where it's, like, this is our finished product. Yeah, it's like, this is our finished product. Then a couple weeks into it being out, it gets scrubbed and, like, totally changed to just be even, like, more marketable. They're like, like all right, crazy. Urban Outfitters is <laughs> oh the new gosh. thing, you guys. Dude, Not a I literally, when I think about this record, I see it sitting on one of those, like, wooden, like, industrial-looking, like, wooden stands at Urban Outfitters, like, right in the front. Like, the right? vinyl just plastered right there. It's, uh, like, literally uh, Urban Outfitters. <laughs> like, it's just the you vibe. You want to... You want to hear this blurb that um, I wrote down in my notes three weeks ago? Please, of course. (sighs) 
I said, I hate this type of guy, Coachella guy whose fashion sense arrives via Urban Outfitters circa 2010 tribal pattern tank tops galore, hippie boho bullshit. They want to be the Grateful Dead or Rolling Stones so bad. Wait, did you write that? Yes! (laughs) That is straight from the heart. Okay, Summer, I'm so sorry that Becca is absolutely eviscerating your absolute favorite band of all time. <laughs> oh my god, no worries. Urban Outfitters. Like, literally, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like the time when I was like, okay, like, literally, like, everyone's like thirsting after these boys who like look like this. And I'm like, um, I actually am not thirsting after them. Hmm. <laughs> Something's <laughs> amiss here. <laughs> but yeah, like the like Time dirty like um like hemp bracelets and like I don't know. It's just like they look like their feet smell a little bit. Oh, oh my God. totally. Like literally what even are shoes? <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the delay on that. The way, Summer, you have, like, an iconic delay that's making me feel like I am not funny and I am addicted to it. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, it's Oh, perfect. God. It's uh, okay, okay, okay. No, I'm, I'm, it's humbling Just know me. I'm laughing. It's humbling my little ass. Okay, thank God. Okay, let's dive into the track listing. All right. Um. Oh, now I can't hear you guys if you're talking. Uh, okay, well, we're definitely talking. (laughs) Can you hear me now? Testing. (laughs) Summer. Oh, no. I can't hear you guys if you're talking. Okay, I'm gonna do the... This is just random. Let me refresh I don't know what... It doesn't say that you're muted. I'm gonna refresh the page, and it might make me rejoin, but... Okay. Okay. (laughs) This is so iconic. (laughs) <laughs> okay we, we do like a beat like a <laughs> <laughs> some like music elevator music yeah like we'll be right back technical difficulties oh god uh, okay oh hello hello i just refreshed my page i was like i'm not dealing with this is it better uh yeah i mean well, you are we better Ooh, can i can hear us? yeah i can see you and hear you way better Okay, slay. Okay. I'm like, uh, did you, are business. you like just using, are you just using Zoom like in the browser? I am because I don't know why it wasn't popping up on my computer. It's like downloaded on my computer, but ever since I updated it, it's like acting brand new. So I'm not sure why it's doing that. Should I like rejoin via <laughs> regular Zoom? You... <laughs> Summer. Oh my god. (laughs) You are. You sound like you're being repeatedly flushed down a cyber toilet. Oh, (laughs) which is a fate I hate for you. You don't deserve that. I mean, (laughs) hey, I can like rejoin. I can rejoin like regular Zoom on the computer. I can like see if that works better. Yeah, let's troubleshoot that. Should we do that? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. it'll be the like link that it I sent you be should that still long, and we could just take take your time, Queen. We're not okay. Rushing. Cool. Okay, be right back. <laughs> be right back, guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Becca, what's new? I live in Atlanta. That's humongous new. Um, I am constantly drinking LaCroix now. Um, oh, hold on. Pause. Have you tried any of the three new flavors? No, because none of them sound good to me. Well, I know the limoncello one, and then there's like That's hibiscus. Old. Hibiscus and limoncello are the, were the new flavors last year, and they're oh. good. Well, I know I don't like hibiscus shit, so. <laughs> the new, the three new new flavors are beach plum. Oh, okay. Is it like sour? No, it's like sweet. It's good. But it's not like, it's not sweet like limoncello like cake. Because the limoncello and like the key lime are really sweet. But it's oh, like yeah. That. See, I don't like key lime. It's not like that. It's more subtle than that. But beach plum, there's a guava flavor now. And there's a black raspberry flavor. <gasps> yeah. Black raspberry. Ooh, what? <laughs> you just got possessed by a fruity ghost. <laughs> um, oh, I'm excited. I haven't seen those anywhere. I don't know if, if Atlanta has any Lowe's Foods, but Lowe's Foods is a big carrier of the three new flavors. I have Kroger. I have yeah. a big old Kroger. A big honking Kroger. I've seen a Piggly Wiggly. Um, Target. I also I haven't been able to find a Beta beer anywhere. Really? Yeah. Which I'm like, what are the, are there other grocery stores here? Like I know in back home we have like Lion, Food Lion. I was about to say Lion King. <laughs> Oh my God! She moves away for uh, just a couple years, and she completely forgets where she came from. Food Lion, um, Lowe's, like our hometown is home of like so many grocery store chains. That is the absolute damn truth. There's Aldi here. Maybe I'll go to Aldi. Oh yeah. Okay, you're muted. I think you just gotta unmute yourself. Okay. I think Hi! Oh, yeah, much better. Summer, this looks great! Oh, my God, yes. Honestly, I'm, like, tech support extreme right now. Okay. You're your own IT department. (laughs) Literally. Okay, yay! Summer, what is this red thing behind you? Oh, okay, this is my couch pillow. It's like a salamander foot or something. (laughs) <laughs> it's really cool. I like it. Also, a lot. my ceiling says Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. Don't know why. Okay, do you, are you sure? Are you recording still? Yeah, I'm still recording. Okay, slay perfect. Wow, I'm so excited. Yay! Okay, so before our little break, before our ad break, <laughs> me um, and Carl just talked about grocery stores. We literally did. And it was r- new Lacroix flavors. Oh, riveting okay. What's everyone's favorite Lacroix? Becca, go first. Um, God, it depends on the season. Like, like around Christmas time, for some reason, Raz Cran really does it for me. Ooh. Um, but like. I am constantly rotating between grapefruit, lime. I'm currently drinking passion fruit. <laughs> underrated. Passion fruit's underrated. Berry, like, I have them on rotation. I'm evil and I am obsessed with coconut. <gasps> Me too! Lemon. Okay, okay, thank God. Yes! Okay, coconut, limoncello, and the key lime. Those are my Stop! Favorites. Those are my favorites. Like, literally, no exactly. No way. Those are my exact favorites. 
You're describing a pina colada. True. <laughs> it just mix them all together. I also love the pure one. That like hits so good some, for some reason. It has the prettiest can. I've never tried it though. It's so good. Pure. I, I also yeah. love that it's called pure. I know, right? Is it just plain? It's plain, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't tried coconut. I know coconut I don't like is like coconut. what started. What, coconut is literally what ushered me in. We me like too. had someone bring it. Yeah, we had someone bring a, a case of it to work and was like, "I don't really like this. Taste like sunscreen." And I was like, "Well, I am obsessed with this." And Everyone hates it. Like literally, I people know. can murder me just by like the sight of me drinking a coconut Lacroix. Like it infuriates people. Wow. Anytime I post content with one in like the frame, people are always like, "Ew, you're disgusting!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, get a life!" Oh but. my god. I mean, I love coconut, but I don't like coconut water. It doesn't. I think those are different flavor palettes. Yeah, I mean that's understandable. Coconut water is like, I love Gross. coconut water, but it does taste. It like, it's like reminiscent of like saliva or something. Like someone's like yeah. spitting in your mouth a little bit. Oh my god, that is true. Oh my that's god, that's hot. I know. Okay. Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Back on track. We're about Ooh. to dive into this little track listing. Um. The album opens, Oracular Spectacular opens with a little song called Time to Pretend. Wow. Summer, how the fuck do you feel about Time to Pretend? Okay. Literally so freaking epic right off the bat. Like, (laughs) like, just like the, like, literally right when it starts, it's like, (laughs) so iconic. Like, literally, like the little synth vibes in it. So good. I love this song. Yeah, this song, it, I, you're totally right. It's absolutely iconic. It is, in my opinion, it's the hookiest song on the record. So the fact that they're opening with this, like right off the bat, you get little melody on top of melody on top of melody. Yeah. You get like the distorted, like heavy synth, like beating you over the head. It is so good. Famously, this is the song that started it all from you with this band. So Yeah, me too, I think. <laughs> It's like one of those songs where it's like you can just be like you're like at a party, you're like the worst party it's like the worst party ever. Like I don't know, like your crush is like kissing someone else and you're just like on the couch, like fuck my life and then this song like comes on and you're just like (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Like yes, music is actually life. Like (laughs) you know, like this is like one of those anthems. Yes, it is an anthem, in fact. Yeah. Okay, Becky, how you feel? Uh, it is iconic. It's one of those where it's like the first three notes play and the crowd goes wild, um, loses their shit. I want to know how you get vocals to sound like that, if you if you know what I mean. <laughs> in Wait, in terms of like audio quality or? Just, like in general, like I'm like, that's, is that just their voices? Like, <laughs> okay, as someone whose voice, I literally just had this realization semi recently. As someone whose singing voice always sounds like it has like some amount of auto tune on it, I think that this is just their vocal quality. I think there's just a very tiny bit of like overdrive or something on it. It's Maybe crazy. like the tiniest bit of modulation, and that's like it. Um, did you know that this song is partly modeled on ABBA's Dancing Queen? I did not know that wow. but they have a similar infectious quality, so... I'm trying to think, like... 
Dancing Queen. Oh. <laughs> okay. There's some melodic similarities there. I'm sure you can find a mashup on YouTube. Yeah, Anna Kendrick, Pitch Perfect vibes. Okay. Um, I do think that reading on the genius, there's this annotation about how there's a quote from one of them. I I, sh- I should click read more. So since this is journalism. Um. <laughs> It actually doesn't say which one of them says this, but it says, We wrote Time to Pretend our senior year of college, and the music was inspired by a praying mantis we had in our house. She laid eggs, and it died, and we laid the egg case on the kind of model pirate ship on the mantelpiece, and the eggs hatched, and all these baby praying mantises were climbing up the rigging of the ship, and it was pretty crazy. Okay, yeah, I read that too, and, like, people were commenting about it. They're like, all right, like, cut the bullshit. Like, yes. This is like, this is either like, this is kind of one of those situations where it's like, this could be true. And it says a lot about the type of people we're dealing with in this band, or it could be made up. And we're also like learning about the kinds of trolls these people are like given a platform. Yeah, so true. Either way, it's entertaining. It's stupid as fuck, but it's entertaining. It is. Also, like, I know that this song like barely like, like barely made the like, Rolling Stones list of like 500 greatest song songs. It was like right at the end. It was like 499. Yeah, 490, 493. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it should be way higher than that. Right? I'm like, okay, this was like definitely like an impact, more of an impact, but Yeah. This had this song had such a huge moment. I think this song absolutely rocks. It's so good. Yeah, it rocks. <laughs> it rocks begrudging okay <laughs> so track two is a song called weekend wars becca how do you feel about weekend wars well let's see it said <laughs> they want to be the beatles so bad <laughs> yes this is their they're trying so hard to write like the weird sergeant pepper song yeah i literally that was my notes also for like for weekend wars i'm like very groovy definitely like <laughs> trying to be Beatles vibes, Mumford and Sons vibe. Yeah. Or like maybe like even like David Bowie. Like I feel like they were trying to like go a little bit like I don't know. They were it's trying. It's like classic it. rocky feel. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very classy classic rock feel. I just hate like I just feel like they try so hard to sound like other bands that you don't know what they would sound like as them you know mm-hmm. like yeah. like there's plenty of people in bands that draw inspiration into their music and you can hear that we've talked about that with like vampire weekend mm-hmm. and stuff like that but with them it's just like god you want to be this band so bad <laughs> like whenever that is like an occurrence in a discography i always think back to the new classic by iggy azalea <laughs> and when that when that record came yes! out when that record came out, it had never in my life had it been more obvious where it was like, okay, this is Iggy's Drake song. This is her Kanye song. It's like every song. It was just kind of like, you're just trying on some other artist's like pastiche. Like, what do you sound like? Oh my and God. There are still bangers on that record. I like, love that album. Say. Anna makes fun of me like so hard because I used to stand Iggy. I'm like, what do you want? I was literally like a, literally like a sophomore in college. Like, I was like, all right, it's I love Iggy. Yes, I do. 
Murder Business was a great single. It like I she baited me with that where I was like, I like the song. And then like she had a mixtape before that too that Diplo produced and I was like, this is good too. Mm-hmm. So when the new classic came out, I was so excited and I was like, Oh, I don't know about this. Yeah, I know. But... <laughs> when like everyone around you is kinda like, um and you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Very bad. <laughs> Anna, is there anything, or, oh my, I literally call you Anna, I'm so sorry, it's Freudian as fuck. Um, Summer, Summer Rodriguez, is there anything else you want to say about this song before we deliver our verdicts on Weekend uh, Weekend Wars? Wars? I mean, it rocks. I feel like it's almost a little bit too long. I'm like, you guys can, like, cut it a little short. It would have been cool if it was, like, maybe, like, one of those songs where it was, like, a minute long. Like, kind of, like, a, a palette. Yeah. Like, a, a little sample. A sample. Yeah, like, like, a little, a little like, oh, we can do this, but... We can do this, yes. Yeah, that but... That would be cool. I mean, overall, it rocks. It's not, like, one of the worst on the album for me. Like, it's, like... I mean, it's not one of the best, either. It's it's still, like... It's regular. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's inoffensive, middle of the road. It is a song that I don't despise, but I also don't love. Yeah. I won't Ugh, go back to reading it. On the, album. Reading the lyrics makes me hate it even <laughs> more. I know we had talked about how bad the lyrics were on this song before, <laughs> in the before time, but um, just like the lyrics have pushed me to say this song sucks. <laughs> I think it's honestly fine. valid. Sometimes I can like go beyond the lyrics, which is like I mean rarely because I beyond I lyrics. love lyrics, but like. If it's, like, something like this where it's, like, extremely throwback and I'm, like, hmm, I definitely was not listening to the words back then, so. <laughs> like, especially MGMT, I'm, like, I was, that was not what I was thinking about. In this song, particularly, you know. You were not tuning in for the words. Yeah, I was, like, Weekend Wars, <laughs> like, I'm just in it for the the little groove, you know, like, the little, what is it called? kind of like an intermission vibe i'm like all right let's we'll play we'll just like stick to this one i won't change it because i know like the next song (laughs) is gonna be pretty banging slay (laughs) all right that next song happens to be a song called the youth uh okay i full disclosure i need to listen to at least one second of this song yeah same (laughs) the youth is not in a change like i remember that but there's like okay after first in my notes, I have after the first chorus, before verse two, and it's just instrumentals. It could be a beach house song. Ah, I could see that. I could also see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. I think this song is really beautiful. Actually, I love it. It's like kind of like hippie vibes, and you're just kind of like thinking about life, and you're like, yeah, like yeah. I guess the youth, we are starting to change. You know. Great, great time for the song, I feel like, you know, like. I mean, yeah, we just said that they ushered in this current age and the youth are definitely changing. The youth youth were definitely changing at the time. Oh, my God. The quote, there's a quote from Andrew on on Genius. It says, I think we're entering a new generation of love where it'll just be full of colors. Everything will just be so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) yeah tea (laughs) yeah like mm -hmm. (laughs) i like that this i like that the chorus is like spooky children's choir vibes Mm -hmm. it's a little ominous 
I think the song rocks. It's cute. I like it. I like it better than Weekend Wars. Like I was like, I was like sticking through Weekend Wars so I can get to the youth. Okay. Yes. 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 Becca, talk to us about the youth. Mm, I think it's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's just like such a sleeper. It, like lulls me to sleep. Stay together one more fucking time, and then like. <laughs> that's the whole song is like together 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 um yeah um that's all i have to say about that becca do you think it rocks or do you think it i said i think it sucks okay sorry I'm like having so much fun I like can't even focus on what everyone's saying I'm just like giggling my little ass off Okay um, Track 4 Wow I can't believe we're already here <laughs> Summer is literally ready to dive into this song I'm like Takes off <laughs> Runs in the street <laughs> Track 4 is a song called Electric Feel Summer how the fuck do you feel about uh. Electric Feel Literally, the song is timeless. It's just like, yeah, like, I'm like, okay. If you hate MDMT, valid. But this song, like, whenever you hear it, like, it just, it awakens something in your soul. Like, (laughs) honestly, like, I'm just obsessed with this song. I always will be, I feel like. Like, I listen to it regularly, like, even before. I was like, all right, I gotta, like, re-listen to this album like I, sometimes I like put it in my little liked songs on like all my little <laughs> my little streaming platforms. I'm like, you know, like let's revisit this this song. It's I fun love that for you. It's fun. Yes, I totally agree. It's one of those songs when I first listened to this album front to back. I was like, this is cool. It's like interesting that this band would kind of go in this direction. Like you know, hit like a really absolutely funky song. Yeah. Um, I didn't think too much of it, but then something happened in the culture where this song became inescapable, mm-hmm. um, and it made me like critically re- like revisit it and like reevaluate it. And be like, okay, wait, this song actually is such a fucking slay. <laughs> it's unfortunately one of those like situations where I needed the world to tell me it was good before I like came to and realized. But it is so very true. good. Okay, Becca. Uh, yeah. I mean, it has that <laughs> Daft Punk. A baseline that's very good uh, and catchy. This song brings up there's like a quote from someone going off about how like this is not a dance record. That is not a club record. Like, um, and the point they try to make uh, regarding that is that those songs have tons of big distorted drum kits on them. That is not club music. People got this idea of what it is and they're not listening to it. And I'm just like, that is so fucking dumb. A distorted drum <laughs> kit doesn't eliminate it from being club or like dancing music, but that's like the only argument they made. Yeah, they're like, Dave Friedman fucking produced this, so therefore it's indie rock. And yeah. it's like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know about that. Because this is a fucking dance song. Yeah, I'm like, this is a fucking club dance song. But God forbid, like, oh my God, there's distortion on the drums. It can't be. Like, it's funky. It's so good. The imagery imagery in this song is literally funny, but like, in a good way. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's so ridiculous. Just a lot of imagery about being electrocuted in the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Water does conduct electricity. Thank you, Pokemon, for teaching me that. <laughs> Um, I think this song absolutely rocks. In my opinion, this is the best song on this record. For sure. For sure. Well, it might be my second favorite. Is Kids your first favorite? Oh, okay. She covers mouth. Yeah. Okay, Becca, do we think this song rocks or sucks? Um, I mean, it's not my vibe, but, like, it's fine. <laughs> it is, like... Oddly, it's very sexy. It's yeah, a sexy it's song. so horny. Like if I <laughs> want to listen to a song like this, I'll I'll like travel actually travel back to like some sixties or seventies artist. <laughs> but this is not it for me. Not urban. <laughs> There's just Thoughts? like no soul. You don't feel any soul behind uh, these songs because they're trying to be someone else (laughs) okay i mean that is that is definitely uh um a strain of tea there but um, (laughs) a brew of tea oh my god the first comment on um the genius page i don't think this song is about a sexy girl wanting to have sex (laughs) 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 what then the rest is i can't comprehend Oh yeah, this is crazy. It's talking, it's talking about, about like ayahuasca. Gr- ayahuasca. Um, what? No. <laughs> what the, f- the typos in this actually make this unreadable, but yeah. it has a lot of upvotes. <laughs> <laughs> this song is actually about taking ayahuasca, um, which, <laughs> which is like everyone's I mean, like upvoting because they're like, yeah, me too. Ayahuasca. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> Okay, sickening. All right, track five. Track five. Wow, I I always forget that this record is so front loaded. Track five is a song called Kids. Wow. Real quick before before we dive into this, I think I've told the story on the pod at least once before. But Becca and I played a house show in Asheville in 2011. And it turned into like a house party after the after we finished playing. And I remember at like two or three a.m. the cops came. And it was because this song had come on and all the girls at the party started screaming and someone called the police describing it as a domestic dispute. Stop it. Oh my God. God. Yes. That's amazing you remember that. I will never forget that because that's like, like the cops after they found out they're like, oh, this isn't a domestic dispute. They just left. <laughs> they like didn't care that it was like an insane party in a neighborhood. Like actually, were like, oh. kids were was playing. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you like hear them like do the buzzer. It's like oh, kids was just on. <laughs> <laughs> insane, but yes. So that is a fact about the song I will never forget. But, okay, Summer, talk to us about kids. Oh, kids! I feel like amazing life lessons going on here. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I put YOLO in like huge caps and like <laughs> 75 exclamation marks. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, also, I read about like, I was reading into the song and like I read some drama that was like the president of France or something like banned this song. Question mark. Are you guys, Wait, are you guys like seeing that on your end? I literally you don't know. Like seeing that on your <laughs> there was like drama. Sounds, there was like that drama. sounds familiar. Yeah, like me. President of France was like not into the song. I don't know why. <laughs> 
Oh, the, okay. Yep. The song was the center of a legal dispute with the former president of France, Nicolas Sarkozy, over the insulting compensation he offered for his illegal use of the song during a party conference. Wow. So basically, he used the song, and then they were like, pay us, and then he tried to pay them, and it was pennies on the dollar. Oh. Yeah. Meanwhile, MGMT donated their entire legal settlement from the French government to Haiti Earthquake Relief. Wow. Okay. They're good boys. We like them. <laughs> we like Ben and Andrew. And <laughs> only, only dogs can be good boys, Carl. Oh, T, T, T. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I literally cannot get over. Are you guys seeing that on your end? That is the funniest <laughs> thing anyone's ever said on this podcast. Okay. Kids is like, I think this song is honestly like, the reason why this is not my favorite song is because it's almost cruel of them to do this on a record like this. Like, you know, on a record that's kind of like, I hate to say it, but it's like kind of like mindless, dumbass, like fake introspective vibes For sure. to like deliver. To deliver a song like this that's, like, devastating, I'm like, the audacity. <laughs> like, how dare you? And that's um, why it was my favorite song on this album. <laughs> me too! Literally, me too. It's, it's such a big swing. I think deep down it's definitely my favorite song on this record, too, but I just, like, awesome. I don't know. Also, I feel like they just aren't trying as hard to sound like someone else here. This is like a glimpse into like, oh, this is what they would sound like mm-hmm. yeah. as them. I think as this band continued to make albums, I feel like they kind of settled into a vibe that was like a good mix of them trying on like Beatles pop and then like this as like their like pastiche, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, I this song is really really good. Does it, it has a music video? Is the music video scary? I feel like in my mind it's scary. I don't remember watching it. I feel like are they like in a desert or something? Okay, we're gonna watch like five. I might like be that. wrong. Yeah, there's like a bunch of kids crying. Oh, Andrew looks amazing in this vid. <laughs> they're kind of cuties. Yeah, they're not my type at all, but I'm literally into how angelic this man looks. Oh, this oh, version God, of the video I'm watching is six minutes long. No, this video. No, no. Yeah, there's like a monster, there's monster elements, isn't there? But then they're like in the Mm -hmm. fucking forest wearing like silver leotards, like. (sighs) That's where the Urban Outfitters influence was like trying to like happen. I wish they just like let themselves be like little like indie kids or something with like their little skinny jeans and like, I don't even know, moccasins. Moccasins. But like a regular shirt, you know, like moccasins. Regular plain old navy tee and like skinny jeans, like you're good to go. Summer, I love the that you're on right now. <laughs> Beck and I are literally both like watching Viz and you're like talking about clothes. <laughs> you're literally. A I'm styling them. <laughs> yes, no, you really they're are. They're like they're they're literally the epitome of uh, someone I know. Like <laughs> say like, their name. Tank, tank top, like tribal print tank top. Uh. Like, kind of surfer, hippie dude, just wants to, like, jam out. Um, Peace and love, man. Plur. Yeah. Actually, that's, like, a lot of people in the Bay Area. I forget that that's a genre of person. Oh, my God. (laughs) I, like, don't interact with those kinds of people at all. 
Oh, it's like, so prevalent over there. I forget they exist until I smoke weed, and then I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> those people. Am I one of them? Oh my so god. Bad. That's why I okay, this song, this song literally fogs. Kids fogs. It's so good. It completely rocks. It rocks. Okay, uh, the next song on the album is track... Literally, I'm all fucked up now. I keep pressing the wrong Fourth buttons. Dimension- Fourth Dimensional Transition. <laughs> track six, Fourth Dimensional Transition. I gotta listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting Skip. being an audio medium. <laughs> Not a video medium. Summer's doing the, the slit the throat motion over and over I wrote again. literally always skip LOL. Oh, Okay. This, this was the song that famously before we were supposed to record the last episode, I was like, y'all, I've discovered a song that no one's ever heard before. Oh. It was this song. <laughs> no, okay. This song is a ripoff of Within You, Without You off of Sgt. Pepper's. By the Beatles? Yes, which I used to always skip that song on that That's record. That's like a sitar song, isn't it? Yeah, but if you play them back to back you'll be like oh shit this is just like a rip off oh my god i'm gonna do that later yeah do that's simply my oh, first no. order of business um are there any lyrics that are good sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no, you i'm about to look good. it up please keep ranting becca huh please keep ranting. please keep ranting yes. no i'm just gonna like start playing within you without you i'm literally do looking it. up the lyrics it's the same drum like hand drums and they're just like I literally can't even visualize what the song sounds like. Like I'm it's looking very, at the lyrics, I'm like, <laughs> it's um, very John Ham, fourth, goes fourth to dimensional, wherever in Mad Men, fourth yeah. dimensional transition. I said they want to be the Beatles so bad, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't even know if I think it sucks. I'm just kind of like. After Kids, that song kind they knew they knew they couldn't put a good song after that, so they just had to put something. And yeah, this is what they chose. They chose to do a 180 in terms of tone here, a song that's almost unlistenable, and the lyrics are about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's okay, I literally just I just happened to glance up at my screen, and in the outro. There are a couple lines that read, um, either there's a purpose or I'm heading out at breakfast. Take a drink, take a drag, one more coffee, ugly hat, no more mirrors, woolen bag, and I'm gone. What is the ugly <laughs> okay, hat? The, song, the comment the comment is songs about a hookup and being afraid to fall in love. One <laughs> up vote. Six months ago that was comment. <laughs> Okay, this song is a boot. This song sucks. <laughs> this song uh, sucks ass. <laughs> wow. It sucks. Becca, is this your favorite song? Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like mentally skipping. <laughs> okay, track seven. Pieces of what? Pieces uh, of what? <laughs> that was so beautiful. My notes are, come on, rock and roll. <laughs> is that all you got? Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. My notes, uh, one, wanna be Rolling Stones. Oh, for two, sure. Two, shit about war. And then three, let it be. Because I think it's uh-huh. like the same exact. <laughs> it's another ripoff. <laughs> um, 
of Let It Be by the Beatles again. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about this song. There were definitely, like, I don't know. They were, like, trying to, like, gather everyone's minds and, like, piece together some sort of, I don't know. It was, like, a little bit extreme. I mean. Yeah, what are they? The sound of it is nice. Like, I don't mind the pieces of what. Like, I don't really mind it, but. You were perfectly in sync. Uh, with my audio because I was listening to the song when you sang Peace yes! What. Summer's lip syncing the song. <laughs> it's I... the same notes as Let It Be too. Sorry. Oh my god. At the end of Pieces of What mm-hmm. doesn't matter anymore and it goes dun 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 let it be. <laughs> Mind equals blown. Um, I'm I like literally <laughs> I that face you would that feel when you're realizing stuff i literally just found out about i've like been making jokes about like realizing stuff for years and i didn't know about the kylie jenner clip until last night (gasps) do you know what i'm talking about i had never seen that about her 2016 new year's resolution what i think 2016 is really just gonna be about like realizing realizing stuff stuff. yeah i feel like me and all my friends were just like like really like realizing stuff (laughs) Oh, that's I'm what butchering she said? the quote. Yeah. I had no idea. Anyway, I'm just reading the lyrics. I can't think of one thing about you guys are talking about the melody. I can't hear it in my head. I tried to listen to a little bit of it. I couldn't hear it through my headphones. I just am giving up. But I will say that reading the lyrics, I don't even it's not even like war heavy just in like the reading of the imagery. Mm-hmm. So I don't really get I don't get it. I don't like when I don't like when skinny white boys from Connecticut sing about war. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what's happening here? What's, what's also, the goal? They were young. Yeah, what's the goal? <laughs> what is the fucking goal? Uh, the song's a boot. The song sucks, in my opinion. Yeah. Rip off. Go home. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> sucks. Okay. Um, I keep pressing back, and for some reason, it's not working on my computer. So, what's next? The next song, <laughs> track eight, is of moons, birds, and monsters. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. Ooh. I love um, this song, I need- actually. I don't I know what this that. song sounds it's like. It's one of my Hold favorites. On. I don't know why. I'm going to look up the lyrics, and then I'll see. Moons- and monsters. God, I had to like just exit all my tabs. Sorry, give me one sec. Alright, I also need to listen to one second of the song. Yeah, like, it's fine. I'm not like really... I guess I can like move beyond like the weird lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> the weird lyrics! <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I think I read like someone's comment about it and they were like getting extremely deep. Again, is anyone seeing that on their end <laughs> i don't is it let's see i'm about to see i feel like people were arguing oh okay here we go where did you find it um lyric genius oh i don't know everyone is like this song hits so deep to me it's because this is a song that reached the broadest and most effective emotional depth it feels like this is where all the antics and attitudes of the album and the artists came together in something equal parts honest, original, and weird while keeping the I do agree with course. that. I think it is a little bit honest to like MGMT. Like, I feel like this song, it's not that far off from like a song on 
like congratulations. Your number one. Congratulations or um, what's the other one? Little Dark Age. Like I feel like yeah, this this song could fit in like any of those. Yeah, I feel like this is like the most tell. It's funny that like the bangers like that are like populate the first half of the record don't really predict what's to come. Definitely. And a song, this song kind of is like what mm-hmm. is more of this is in the pipeline from this band. And that's cool. I feel like to be a band that like literally weren't they on like Warner Brothers? They're on a huge mm-hmm. label. Columbia. Like, Columbia. Okay. Yeah. To like be on a label that big that like would probably push you to make bangers and to like opt more for like, you know what like might be the only the second or third like really earnest moment on this record like to move in that direction i think that's really cool and commendable um i will say uh talking about the comments online and what's coming through on my end on genius on justgenius.com, the first comment is from oh I'll, I'll, the, the first comment says i'm not a lyricist but the way the final refrain persists in its beauty despite its decay makes this song period and Summer, the person who commented this, their name is Ben Walsh, which, stop me if I'm wrong, but is that not the lead singer of Tiger's Jaws? Stop, because I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea idea of Ben Walsh from Tiger's Jaws coming on here and being like, I am not a lyricist, but these lyrics are very good. I literally saw that. I'm like, um, is that him? (laughs) Four years ago. Also, it's like probably like, Number 25 on, like, one of the common most common names ever, like, Ben Walsh. I feel yeah. like it's so common. But, I mean, maybe. I, as, if I were to, if, as a private investigator, I would say, kind of, you know, trying to lead with a red herring, being like, I'm not a lyricist, actually makes me think you're a lyricist more, Ben Walsh from Tiger's Job. So. <laughs> it's fine if you're really inspired by the song. That's great. Ben Walsh, just song. come out and say that you made the comment on lyricgenius.com yeah. about this. That you're a little employee, that you're an MGMT stan. <laughs> a little employee. Yes. Wow. Also, Ben Welsh, if you ever want to come on the pod, you're invited. Um, so true. And that applies to all your bandmates. Um, but yeah, I think this song actually rocks. It rocks. It's fine. I didn't think I was going to give out a rocks to anything other than the singles, but yeah, that song is good. Okay, track nine is a song called The Handshake. Oh, excuse me. Summer, how do you feel I feel like this song stresses me out. (laughs) Like, I'm stressed. Like, it's like, okay, I wrote, like, handshake, like, 50 times. I'm like, I feel like maybe they just say that so many times, and I'm like, I'm done. Um, I also skipped this song like halfway through and I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, this is you got the handshake. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually, well, okay. The like, there's so many f- phases of the song. Um, there's like a sudden dropout of stuff in the second verse and and the vocal melody there and it's like you toss out or you toss all the mornings lost to the clouds i don't even know um and you watch it go uh that's like that's good um that i feel like everything i just said makes absolutely no sense no i mean like i now that i'm like remembering the song I think that part that's epic is like at the end when they're like saying the 
I think that's towards the end. Am yeah, I this right? is the part I'm talking about is is at 54 seconds mm. within the song. It's the second verse. Oh, it's I like and a lot of the instruments drop out and then it's just like one voice and it's like you toss all the mornings lost to a cloud. I don't oh, know yeah. how the fuck he okay. all those words in that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so this is might be not the one that I'm skipping. I think I'm talking about the next song because I have to I think I think the song rocks because I love the ending and yeah, I think I think it rocks. Yeah, this song is cool. I think that this song being commentary on them signing to a, a huge label and like understanding the optics of that. I think that alone is really cool. I think I typically would prefer when you're approaching a subject matter like that and you're doing it in a more poetic less obvious way this these are kind of ham-handed lyrics in terms of like creating a metaphor around that but i still think that they're good i still think that the song is effective in conveying that the song is cool there's so many turns in this song Mm -hmm. like even after the part i was talking about then it goes into like a weird like oh the vocal effects um during the part I'm at, oh God, where am I at? It reminds me of him from Powerpuff Girls. Okay, cool. <laughs> <Love that. laughs> yeah, oh my God. That part where it's like, very him vibes. Very him vibes. I love whenever him grabs the mic. <laughs> him as a little, little employee. He's such a little employee. Wow, there's so many little employees in the world. <laughs> I think this song rocks. I'm actually, I'm act- I'm actively gagged at how many songs on the back half of this record I actually enjoy. Yeah, okay, yeah. This song is all over the place. I'm sorry, I'm like, not She's really. It is, okay. I'm just like going through this song being like, okay, we're here now. Now we're here. Now we're, what? And then I'm like, oh, this is like, like I did write down Mott the Hoople vibes and I was like, where do I get that? And then I'm like, oh, at this part, like. Yeah. Wait, what kind of vibes were they? What? What were the vibes? What did you describe them as? Mott the Hoople. What is that? All the young dudes. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what you know the that? song, all, all the young dudes. Oh yeah. Carry the all the young dudes. Clueless. It's like in Clueless, I think. I know is it. From, it? Mm-hmm. I think it's also in Juno. I, this song this is one like of those that. moments where I'm like, I know I've been on this earth a long time and I've experienced a lot, <laughs> but I don't remember that. If you hear <laughs> it, you on. would know. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to settle this. Um, I love that this is now y'all's podcast <laughs> and I'm just the guest. Also, like, but. this song rocks, but it's definitely, I think it does make me feel a little stressed because it's like so all over the place i think that's what i meant when i wrote this song stresses me out <laughs> yeah it's a lot of twists and turns okay ready carl yeah hold it up oh, okay yeah i do know the song <laughs> i didn't know it was called all the young dudes those words are insane that's an insane phrase wow love to live and learn um 
I think the handshake rocks, even though it is. Uh, uh, what are the what? When you're at the amusement park, it's not like a big roller coaster. It's a small one, but it's really twisty, like the mouse. Trap, the crazy mouse, mouse. Crazy mouse. Yeah, the crazy mouse vibes. On this <laughs> That's one. the only roller coaster I would go on, um, and still hated it because I hate roller coasters. Oh my gosh! Do you hate roller coasters, Carl? I love them. I also love them. I'm passionate about them. <laughs> Thank you. I think the song rocks. This song, I might say rocks. The journey I just went on. <laughs> You're like sweating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. god. Okay, track to head. The closing track, the cl- last song on this beautiful album. The song is called Future Reflections. I don't know what this sounds like. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I also just said this song is lonely. Lonely. So I guess it made me feel lonely. I'm gonna look up the lyrics. Future reflection. I love when a song feels lonely. Future reflections. There's like more tribal imagery in the song and the lyrics. Yeah. I will say real right off the bat, I'm 34 seconds in the lyrics just started. I hate when a song starts with the word and. That is my biggest pet peeve in the entire world. I'm like, where were we before that? Where were we? <laughs> right, like, is this, like, a continuation of something? Like, Yeah, I'm like, that's a second verse line, and you're opening your song with it. I hate that. That drives me crazy. Taylor Swift did that on Evermore with that The Cowboy Like Me song. I'm like, girl, no. You made it so far in your discography without doing that. Why did you do that? <laughs> Becca, you look perturbed. Is everything okay? <laughs> I'm just listening to this song. <laughs> okay, Summer, how do you feel about this song? Um, I'm not a big fan of it, honestly. Okay. Like, looking at it now, I'm like, I mean, as, as I'm, like, looking at the lyrics, right, I'm, like, kind of, like, it almost feels like they put, like, a, a few songs together, like, maybe, like, a few, like, different songs that they were workshopping, like, lyric-wise, and, like, that's what it kind of feels like to me. I think a lot of the songs on the, the back half of this record kind of have that vibe where it's, like, a couple different yeah. ideas that are more or less random, kind of thrown together. And in some instances, I feel like it works. In this instance, I feel like closing the record on this is kind of a strange move. Uh-huh. But I get that, like, lyric-wise, they're kind of painting a picture mm-hmm. that is, like, very reminiscent of, like, what the album art ended up being. Yeah. So, like, you know, if if someone in a boardroom is, like, got their laser pointer out and they're like if this if this is your thesis statement how are you going to drive it home i feel like they did succeed yeah like, with at least that aspect it's very like lonely man walking alone in the world <laughs> Pre- premonitions yes, MG- mgmt's labels website described the song as premonitions of a post-apocalyptic future where colonies of young people live on the beach and lead savage yet reform Find primitive lifestyles Stop. and go surfing, aka a Firefest. <laughs> yeah, it's Firefest the house. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> truly, oh like it's like one of those things where I really don't know, like if they believed it or if they were trolls. Yeah. Like, you know, it could go either way. And I think it's kind of cool that it feels open ended. We never really found out. <laughs> yeah. Also, like maybe it worked out like that they ended on this album because. Congratulations, epic album. 
I haven't listened to it since like the week it came out. I need to revisit it. It's so good. I love it. Summer, you're never. someone whose opinions I like really trust. So hearing <laughs> you like speak so highly of this band and this, I'm like, wow, I should go back and little dark up. age though. Oh my god, that album goes off. Isn't that like that's the one where they had like been not necessarily broken up, but they had kind of like put the band on hiatus. Yeah, and, like, came the back. yellow album. Okay, it's that song yeah. that's like I'm not that nice. I mean. And I'm evil. Do you know that song? Oh, I like that, but no, I don't it's know that so song. It's so good. It's like one of my anthems. Okay, cute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so we've reached the end of Oracular Spectacular. Um, is there anything anyone would like to say before we deliver our final verdicts? Uh, I would never, ever listen to this album <laughs> ever again. <laughs> I had Becca, two, comparatively. Three weeks ago. I'm sorry, yeah. And, um, I was gonna say comparatively to the last time you had an extended period of time to listen to an album you didn't enjoy. Oh my would god! Would you say this is better than Intimacy by Block Party? Also, Intimacy having to listen to that because it was not in my iTunes and I had to listen to it on Spotify it has fucked up my Spotify. Your algorithm is like all Intimacy now. It really is though. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, I just like I don't know. I just feel like I've really grown out of this album and this act this kind of genre i guess yeah for sure i mean just give me i will forever listen to like the beatles (laughs) which they want to be so bad which just (laughs) annoys me it kind of feels like this album for them is very like let's hope our audience never finds out about the beatles for real though (laughs) like get out of here with that but like to each their own also i can i can see how like maybe like a really young person discovering mgmt that can like open the doors for them to be like hmm okay i kind of like this vibe let me see like what my like dad was listening to like during this time like it also could like be like a little teaching moment for like at the time you know in 2008 could have been like something that like a 13 year old which is like, was I 13? Well, no, I was like 14 or 15. But yeah, it definitely could have been a moment for like super young kids. Yeah, when we're yeah. old and talking about like doing drugs, we're going to be like, I went to an MGMT yeah. concert and <laughs> tripped balls. Yeah, I mean, truly. I won't. The, Literally me. Some of the popular. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, some of the popular girls I went to high school with would definitely be saying that in college with. But man. This record's cool. <laughs> I'm having a really earnest moment with this record right now. This record is cool. They did something cool here. It, it's not necessarily always for me, but I have a lot of respect for it. And I don't know. No. I think that's all yeah. I want to say. Wow, it's beautiful, beautiful. outside. No, I want to like, I can't even capture it correctly, but the sky is such a beautiful color right now. Why is it still sunny for you, but dark as hell for it's me. sunny the sun does Over not here go too. down uh at the proper time here <laughs> why is that a thing we're on like the same we're in the same it's time zone in california the sun goes down at a normal time but in idaho the sun doesn't go down until like 9 p.m is that true yes <laughs> i drove from california to idaho for one of my best friend's weddings 
And I was like, oh my God, it's 9 p.m. and the sun is. I can't deal with this. Scary. No, no, no. No, that's not right. That happens in the United States? (laughs) Yes. The sun goes down at 9 p.m. in Idaho, United States. I love how I know this, but I didn't know about Velcro. (laughs) And everyone. Carl knew about Velcro, but doesn't know about the sun. Also in Alaska, the sun, like certain seasons, the sun. But Idaho and Alaska are so different, Becca. They're close (laughs) to each other. (laughs) Idaho? They're both north. (laughs) I feel like I'm being gaslit to fucking back right now. Idaho and Alaska are not close at all. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. I won't have this argument. I'm literally... I got the shot this morning. I got I got shot. Yeah, this morning, you got your little shot. I did, and I'm I think I'm having side effects right now. You got now, your Fauci ouchie. Fauci ouchie, yes. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. Okay, Listen, we're gonna do final if verdict. If you like look at a map and look at Idaho and Alaska, like it's just like across. It's like a if you were to go by boat, it's like a straight shot. <laughs> Isn't Idaho landlocked? Yes, but... (laughs) Then why would you be taking a boat to Alaska? This... Okay, literally, I think this is the craziest I've ever felt recording this podcast. And that is You're about to faint right now, Carl. I literally feel like I'm about to fall out. (laughs) Okay, I... Okay, we're going to deliver final verdict. Are you ready? So, Summer, I'm going to count to three. And then on the count of three, you just say... Whether it rocks or it sucks. Okay. okay. Oh my god. Are you ready? Oh my god. All right. One, two, three. It, it rocks. rocks. Cheekies. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. That's two rocks and a suck. Uh, well, Summer, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. Literally, thank you both for this has been me. an absolute blast. Oh, I feel like normally at the beginning of the ep, we kind of like intro the guests and like what they do, but I did not, I just was so excited and we were having technical difficulties. There was a lot going on. <laughs> um, Summer, you are a makeup artist. Yeah, I do some makeup here and there. Um, mostly I do makeup. Um, I honestly do everything. I contain, I Hell contain yeah. multitudes. She is a renaissance. <laughs> what do you call them? A re- uh a renaissance person <laughs> are you trying to like politically correct you're right you're trying to <laughs> no i'm um, saying like the term renaissance man i think it's always oh, renaissance it? man oh, that face that you just i guess i was iconic. i was trying to I'm, I'm making that term politically correct now okay renaissance person you are a renaissance person renaissance bitch <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> a Renaissance employee. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh wow, this was so fun. Okay, so Summer, where can people find you online? Okay, you can find me on Instagram. Um, if you just put S O M M E R in the search bar, I'll probably come up. Um, I, what is my handle? Oh, my handle's like Summy Spice S O M M Y S P I C E underscore. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter, um, Plantain Baby 101. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is. I feel. I truly feel honored that we got to have you on the pod. Oh, thank you. Yes. 
This was you. You truly converted me into liking an album I thought I did not like. <laughs> so like, you do contain multitudes. You're also going to wow. be a little employee by next week. Like, congratulations <laughs> and little dark yeah. age. This is going to be one of those group chats that never dies because <laughs> I'm just going to continue texting it about MGMT. <laughs> that will be y'all. <laughs> we'll remove Becca from the chat. <laughs> Becca removes herself. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening to It Rocks or It Sucks. Bye. Bye. It Rocks or It Sucks is produced and edited by Becca High and Carl Kuhn. It's mixed and mastered by Becca High. You can follow the pod on Instagram or Twitter at It Rocks or It Sucks. Thanks for listening and feel free to like, follow, rate, review, share, do whatever you want. Bye. <laughs>